Hey everybody, welcome into the latest edition of the Postcast, a production of the Casper Star Tribune and Pokes Authority. I am Davis Potter, Wyoming beat writer for the Star Tribune, and I'm joined, as I always am, by our Wild Varsity Preps writer, Brady Oltmans, who is on the phone in Casper. Brady, uh, you staying warm or no? Oh man, it's honestly kind of is the is the is the short answer of it. But I don't know what yeah. it is, man. I've I'm trying to keep the you know the electric bill down, so I'm keeping the heat down. But like even today, which was a relatively nice, not so chilly day, I get home from the office and my apartment's just cold as hell. <laughs> and so I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. I got the heat on now, and it's it's helping the footsies a little bit. But come on, man, like. Help a brother out here, you know. Like, I, I can't, it's barely December. I can't keep doing this for another five months. Yeah, dude, it's it's hard to stay warm now. I mean, it, it is it is here. Winter is here. With uh, I hate it. some of this, yeah, the snowstorm and some of the road closures, uh, you know, during Thanksgiving week. But uh, I guess some most people in Wyoming are used to that by now. But uh, Brady, let's go ahead and uh, dive into this. A lot, lot to get to. Um, Wyoming's football team is done with its regular season, which is crazy to think about. Seems like uh, just yesterday we were talking about Missouri and uh, that uh, that season opener coming up about four months ago. But uh, Wyoming concluded its uh, concluded the regular season. Uh, with a 20-6 to loss at Air Force over the weekend after picking up its seventh and that, that important seventh win um, against Colorado State the week before in the border war for its fourth straight win in that rivalry series. Uh, but looking at the Air Force game, um, you know, it's sort of the same movie for this uh, Wyoming team. You know, I wrote about it at, uh, at uh, Trib.com and – you know, and we're, we're, I promise we're going to get into this a uh, little bit more in depth uh, on, a, on a later podcast uh, because we've got we've got bowl possibilities uh, that we want to talk about and some basketball we need to talk about too with uh, Mount West play starting this week for the basketball team. But uh, uh, you know, sort of the just really quick, what I want to hit on is um, you know th- this Wyoming football team. It's close, man. When you talk about uh, comp- actually competing. For Mountain West championships in this division championship in the Mountain Division, uh, you know, because we talked about they were six and two going uh, into this that brutal stretch that they had in November, and you know, sort of a sour ending for them, losing three of their last four with uh, obviously the the win over Colorado State saving them for what would have been a winless month. Um, but you know, you, you play teams that all finished higher than you in the division standings. And essentially all four of your conference losses, which included the the loss at San Diego state were one possession games. Now I know that the air force game ended up being a two touchdown loss, basically when air force hit the long touchdown pass there with about two minutes left. But but for the most part, that was a one possession game and all your games or all your losses, I should say, were all one possession games that you had a chance to win um, but if this team and this program is going to take the next step, um, and we sort of touched on this on the last time we recorded a podcast, I think Craig Bowl and Brent Vegan, the offensive coordinator, I think they've really got to evaluate uh, what they're doing on offense and what they can do to sort of evolve this offense because you know defense wasn't the problem for Wyoming this year. Uh, I mean, that was a championship-caliber defense, uh, kept them in every game that they played and really played good enough to – 
to win some of these games. I mean, particularly when you think about Boise State. Uh, I know Boise State played with its backup quarterback, but so did Wyoming. You know, once Sean Chambers went down with his season-ending knee injury. Um, you know, this defense did everything it could to keep Wyoming in games. They just could not generate enough offense. You know, their four conference losses, they didn't score more than 22 points in any of those. And frankly, the, the Air Force game, and, and Air Force's defense had something to do with it. That, that, that's a really good team. Uh, you know, a, a team that's in the top 25 now. They won, I think, seven in a row, and they won 10 games and could get to 11 with a win in their bowl game. But, um, you know, it, that, that game was a one-possession game the whole time, basically. But it felt like Wyoming was down two or three touchdowns. I mean, you just never got the sense – um, you know, when you combine the fact that Wyoming's offense just struggles the way it does and the defense they were playing, that they were ever going to really score enough points to really give themselves a real chance in that game. Again, defense played as well as you could. I mean, you know, Air Force, obviously with the triple option, they, they run for more than 300 yards a game. I mean, Wyoming held them to 162 yards on the ground. Um, obviously well below their season average. I mean, they did everything that you could do. Uh, forced takeaways. And, you know, this offense just could not come close to generating enough, you know, consistency and moving the ball and uh, to, to really be a threat to, to win that game. And, yeah, obviously the, the, the injury to Sean Chambers hurts. You're playing with your backup quarterback. And um, obviously the, sort of the big storyline down the stretch here has been the emergence of Levi Williams, who they inserted um, starting in the Colorado State game, uh, the true freshman quarterback who had not played at all before then. Um, and, and he really gave them a spark. Uh, but he's, again, he's, he's been more of a run threat is how they've really used him. And, um, you know, th- this offense is – it's on pace to finish with the least amount of passing yards in the Mountain West for the second straight year. And, again, Air Force is in the Mountain West, a, tri- a triple option team. Uh, you're finishing behind Air Force and passing. That's not a good thing. And so I, I just, again, I, I don't want to get too deep into this because I think we'll, we'll dive into this a little bit later. I'll probably write about it at some point after the year. But, um, you know, it, it's, it, they had a solid season. You know, you get to seven wins, you're going to get back to a bowl game. And, um, you know, I've seen some people, some fans on Twitter and even just out in, in public saying, well, I, I hope we do. And like, the only way Wyoming does not play in a bowl game this year is if the world ends <laughs> before December 21st. Like, they're getting in. There's only one – more bowl eligible team than available slots. There's 79 bowl eligible teams uh, for the 78 spots for those 39 bowls. So um, not only is there not really an excess of bowl eligible teams, but as Wyoming learned last year, that when the committee and starts picking these teams, they start with the the group of five teams that finish six and six. So um, you know Wyoming is safe, and all the teams in the Mountain West are safe because every all seven of the Mountain West bowl eligible teams had at least seven wins. So I mean, Wyoming's going to go to a bowl. It's just a matter of, of when, and that'll be announced uh, along with uh, you know every bowl matchup on Sunday. But obviously a good year for them to get back to the postseason. But you also have to wonder what if, if this team could have, could have had the offense to, to go with one of the best defenses in the Mountain West. Yeah, and it's, it's something that I think has kind of plagued. I don't know. It's tough to think about because it wasn't – I don't know. It seems like just yesterday, but it also seems like an eternity ago because I had a little bit of serotonin left back then. That it was Josh Allen heaving the ball out to Tanner Gentry and playing, you know, UNLV gunslinging and all of this stuff, scoring mad amount of points. But that's just not the situation anymore, man. 
Like that's it's there. Obviously, it's it's easy now to look at the big uh, NFL picture and say, "Look, Wyoming doesn't have Josh Allen." That changes things, but it's they just don't have that big play. They don't have that explosive sort of counter to the grinding, you know, four three three and a half yards a carry sort of offense. That there's no over the top threat. There's no deep threat that keeps defenses honest. And as we spe- we've seen time and time again, you can defenses are able to load the box on Wyoming. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes Wyoming's run game is just simply good enough to to get it anyway. But and it's it's tough. That's uh, yeah. it's. I mean, this defense has been great for years now, man. Like this. This defense has been awesome. Yeah, the last three years, this defense has been among the best in the country. Yeah, and, and it's so it's it's gut wrenching to see these guys like you know bust theirs and get and get theirs, but not so, but be on the be on the wrong end of a one sided team. Basically, um, it's just not the way that you'd picture guys like Logan Wilson's you know final senior season to to go out and. It, it's it's very interesting to think about though the the bad luck with Sean Chambers with the injuries, but like when he's getting hit and knocked down thirty times a game, either yeah. you know on the drop back or on a run in a scramble, what do you expect is going to happen? I mean, yeah. obviously you you hope that it's not an injury, but you're really expo- you're really you're leaving Exposing him. yeah you're really leaving the meat dangle over the alligator pit with that one. You know, like you're just yeah. inviting danger in. And and like you said, Tyler Vanderwall just hasn't been able to consistently show his ability to to throw the ball. And he could tuck it and get a couple yards, but he hasn't been able to throw the ball with consistency. He hasn't had the receivers that can catch it consistently because they've had some glaring drops, um, not only in recent weeks, but just as a body of work the last couple of years. And then, like you said, Levi Williams stepping in and, giving at least Levi Williams gives them a different look, but it's not dynamic enough and it's not different enough that keeps defenses honest and keeps them sort of at least, at least getting, you know, seven guy keeping the box honest basically and, and keeping yeah. this, keeping the secondary where they're supposed to be. So it's, I don't know, man, but mission accomplished you know, it's it's difficult because it it doesn't seem like that long ago you and I were talking about how close they could be to undefeated and how, you know, yeah. their first couple losses were just by the hairs of their teeth and you just you gut it out and you kind of felt bad because they could have been they were on the doorstep to being ranked, being one of the top teams in the the group of 5 and now you're looking at a 7-win team and saying, well, you know, got back to a bowl game. Yeah, they got to six wins last year and got left out. You know why? Because they lost a couple games that they should have probably won, and they were just on the the bad end of the other sides of politicking. That's not the situation this year. Well, if you if you go six and six as a group of five team, there's always a chance you're going to be left out because if you have, as I mentioned earlier, if you've got more eligible teams than there are slots, that's who they that's who they start cutting is the six and six group of five teams. That's that's why you get left out. Yeah. And it, so they just didn't win enough games. Yeah, and let's let's all, let's all be honest. A six and six Wyoming team is not going to be as appealing as like a 
uh, six and six Tennessee or six and uh, a six and six Power Five team, I should say. Because I don't, yeah. I don't know Tennessee. I don't care about the Vols or anything. But it's no orange. Yeah, right. I all I know, <laughs> all I know is that they've got a dog as a mascot, and I'm all right with that. Um, yeah. Is Bruce Pearl still there? No, I think he's at Auburn. Right, right. Is he still at Auburn? Uh, speak. Oh well. Speaking of people that <laughs> need to uh, start paying attention, <laughs> Bruce Pearl's only been at Auburn for six years, man. Has it been six years already? Yeah, yeah, man. Going fast. Oh, man. I think yeah. I was happy back then. Um, all right, but it's, <laughs> but that's, <laughs> but that's just. I mean, college football is a strange place now, man. And like, there's going to be as many bowl games as there's going to be money. And I'm sure we'll get into it later or talking a little bit about your bowl projections. But like, the, the door is open for Wyoming. They've got on primetime TV. People know them now. They have recognition as a brand if not if for those national televised games if not also for josh allen being a superhero uh, for the buffalo bills right now so they are becoming in a more appetizing brand and a more appetizing team to have on but if you're going to leave the window of doubt open at six and six then you know that that window is going to get shut right on their hands and they're going to be left out in the cold this time they've They've basically cemented their their footing in at seven wins, and you're going to see one more game this year. Yeah, no, they are definitely going to a bowl game, which we'll get into a little here in a minute. But yeah, look, man, the bottom line is the team you have to get through if you are serious about winning championships in Mount West is Boise State. I mean, everybody knows that, and you went there this year with your backup quarterback and played them toe to toe in their building and had every chance in the world to win, uh, but. Again, just was not able to produce enough offense, which was the case in every single one of their losses. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's obviously – look, yeah. I mean, Wyoming gets to a bowl game. Um, I think that that's a successful season. But, you know, even Garrett Crawl was pretty vocal after the Air Force game talking about, you know, at this point, you know, Craig Bowles' sixth year now, um, you know, it's it's a little underwhelming the way they finished, and they're not content with seven and five. That's not what they wanted. I mean, this was a team again. We talked about it so many times that was very vocal leading up to the season about the fact that they legitimately thought they could compete for a Mountain West championship. And to your point, with all those close losses, you know, this team could have easily, you know, you score another. T- I mean, another touchdown beats Utah State. Another touchdown beats Boise State. Another touchdown beats San Diego State. Um, you could have easily been. Nine and three, ten and two, and playing for the Mountain West Championship. But um, you know, to me, the, the stat of having the worst passing offense in the in a league that includes Air Force the last two years, um, I'm pretty sure they're going to finish. You know, last. I mean, they are right now. You know, the bowl game. We'll see. I, I mean, obviously, I don't imagine Wyoming going out there and throwing for 250, 300 yards. I mean, that's obviously not what they do. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going to finish at the bottom of the league yet again, and that. I mean, if you're Craig Bowl and Brent Vegan, I think you got to look at that and say, you know, that's that, that's unacceptable, um, and some something's got to change with that. And uh, but again, I think we're going to dive into that a little on a later podcast, and once the season's over. But um, looking ahead to their uh, to their potential bowl game, yeah, I wanted to just go through and and uh, sort of give where my prediction where I think they're going to be because obviously the. There are a ton of projections out there, and none of this will be official until um, the announcements for all 39 bowls are made on Sunday. Um, but basically, 
while we don't know exactly where they'll go, there there are some things that we do know as far as where they won't be playing. Um, obviously, the Las Vegas Bowl, they get the first pick of the uh, eligible Mount West teams, and they always take the conference champion. Um, so Boise State, unless uh, you know Cincinnati can beat Memphis in the AAC championship this week, and uh, you know vaults Boise State into that uh, the highest ranking for a Group of Five champion, and, and where they could go to the New Year's Six Bowl, um, you know they'll be in, in Las Vegas unless that happens. Um, and I think this is a year too where I don't think the Pac-12. Uh, is going to have enough bowl-eligible teams, and the Pac-12 has a tie-in to the Cheez-It Bowl, but that's also a backup for the Mountain West. So I think particularly, and, and I think this is almost, a, it may be a certainty, I haven't looked at all the other conference tie-ins to see, or to see how many um, bowl-eligible teams all these teams have. They're going to fill their allotment, but I, I'm almost certain, it, it, particularly if Utah ends up getting into the top four and are part of the college football playoff, which would, means they would have to beat Oregon, and um, that would require LSU beating Georgia in the SEC championship game to bump Georgia out of the number four spot and open up a spot for Utah, which I think is which I think is going to happen. So if that if that happens, I think for sure that um, the Cheez It Bowl will have to look to the Mountain West to fill that the Pac-12 spot in that game, um, and usually they pick the Mountain West team with the next next best record, which would be Air Force. Um, so I, I think those two, Wong's definitely not going to be in. Um, and then Hawaii, you know, Hawaii, they usually get, uh, the Hawaii bowl. I mean, that's usually where they go. And that's almost certainly where they'll, where they'll go if they don't beat Boise in the Mountain West championship game this weekend. But, you know, outside of that, I mean, it, it's pretty wide open. I mean, nothing's really set in stone, um, because you have the, uh, the armed forces bowl, uh, which is back in the Mountain West bowl rotation this year. And the Arizona and New Mexico potato bowls sort of vying uh, for you know the, the other four uh, teams, and and then there's really no pecking order at that point. It's just kind of it, they base it on you know geography and uh, sort of the best matchups, and then also sort of history. You know how many times a team has played in a certain bowl or whatnot. So um, I think personally, I think I think they're going to the Arizona or the New Mexico bowl. Um, you know, the Potato Bowl, they, they just played in that bowl two years ago. They've already played in Boise this season. I think they're gonna want to they're gonna want a different team in that bowl this year. Um and then also with the Arizona New Mexico Bowl, they, Wyoming has never played in the Arizona Bowl, and the last time they played in New Mexico Bowl was two thousand eleven. So it's been a while. And obviously from a geographical standpoint, I mean that's I think Wyoming fans will travel just about anywhere. Um, but you know, that those are two relatively easy uh, destinations to get to, um, you know, I, I wouldn't rule out the armed forces bowl, but that's played in, in Fort Worth, Texas. So, um, you know, again, I, I think Wyoming, yeah, if Wyoming went there, I think fans would travel and, and, and they would be able to sell tickets and all that stuff, because you got to remember too, that that's another big part of this is, uh, you know, ESPN, you know, drives a lot of this. They own a lot of these bowls and they want, they want to create matchups that they know are going to attract fans or they're going to be able to sell tickets, uh, you know, and make money. I mean, that's, that's bottom line. And that's why I'm hesitant to say that the armed forces bowl would take them. Um, just because if you're that game and you're the, you're the bowl partners and you're sitting there thinking, you know, do I really want to take a team that's outside of my geographical footprint? Probably not. 
So in my opinion, it, this isn't based on any inside information. You know, I, again, I haven't talked to anybody. Wyoming doesn't have any idea. Um, they may they may not find out until everybody else does when the bowls are announced. I don't I don't know if they'll be tipped off maybe Sunday morning or late Saturday night. I'm not I'm not really sure how that works, um, or if they'll just find out with the rest of us uh, when the bowls are announced on Sunday afternoon. But um, yeah, I, I just I think personally, I think it'll be either Arizona or New Mexico. I think those those make the most sense. Man, I'd really like. It. I we're going to talk about this off the air about more uh bowl implications I should say but man I really hope that they go to the cheese it bowl man cuz if 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 that's one thing that we can lobby and and get me out there for in addition to you I'd sure love a grab bag of cheese it's you know what I'm saying <laughs> that was pro- that's probably the most baller press box in bowl history is if they just got boxes of cheese it's laying around I'd dig that um uh, you know what? You know what? You know what is interesting though. When you say that again, I don't think the Cheez It is going to do that because the Cheez It Bowl wants to pick uh, one of the one of the quote unquote better teams in the Mount West that has a better record because you know they they want to try to get the best possible matchup against a, pack, a Big Twelve team. Yeah. But I do think you know if Kansas State were to be in that game too, you know you got Chris Kleiman who used to coach under Craig Bowl, uh, Scotty Hazelton. Uh, is now K State's defensive coordinator. Obviously, was Wyoming's defensive coordinator the previous two years. I wonder, if from a matchup standpoint, that might be something that uh, you know those bowl partners and the that bowl sort of looks at and see. Hey, maybe that might be you know make for some. It would certainly make for some sexy storylines for us as journalists uh, leading up to that game. But um, that that would be the only way I see that. But I do wonder how much uh, you know a bowl might look at something like that. Yeah, man. I, uh, that is interesting. I don't. I mean, I uh, probably the the obvious I'll, answer. I'll, is I'm sorry. That they I'll, don't I only, 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 only threw out Kansas State because I've seen um, them projected to that bowl by a lot of different people. So that's that's the only reason Kansas State really came to my head. And I got, I got you. Yeah, and and probably the obvious answer is that they've. They both tie-ins and sponsors and people. They don't look at that. They don't care about that. Um, but that would that would definitely sort of. I don't know if they wanted to look at that. That'd be really cool. Um, and yeah, like you were saying, Arizona and um, New Mexico. Those seem like the the. I don't. How do I? How do you put this? The two wintry destinations that Wyoming fans that will bring relief from the typical Wyoming December, but also it's not incredibly hard. It's not an incredible hardship to get there either. So that makes sense. Um, I will say Tucson and Albuquerque are probably um, both of them, the nicer places in each one of those States. Um, Tucson is probably the best place in Arizona and Albuquerque, I don't know. There's a lot, a lot of really cool towns in New Mexico, but Albuquerque is most certainly up there. Um, it, it might be. I like Taos a lot, but it's not as big. Um, it's I don't know. I, it's interesting. Obviously, I'll I don't know. It, it's all conjecture to me at this point. I'll I'll have more of an input, more of a fun things to say once uh, we do the post bowl announcement podcast. Uh, yeah. That, that that'll be a little bit more fun, but it. I will say that it'll be a good change of pace, like you said. Um, uh, the potato bowl 
Boise, that's familiar territory. That's something that we've seen before. Like it's yeah. let's get something new. So at least a little bit of change of pace and getting. I'd be curious though to to think, like you said, uh, Bowl and Vegan are going to take a hard look at change at increasing the pass offense and doing all this stuff. I'd be curious to see what Wyoming's strategy or game plan is going into the bowl game because you've got a. I mean, you've got a, a good, solid group of seniors that are going to be playing their last collegiate game, not, you know, Reese's Bowl or yeah. what, you know, all that shit aside. Um, you, you've, you're, you've got some really solid players back. You've got a good, hearty, young group of kids for the future. Do you sort of – do you give that glimmer of hope? Do you spread it out? Do you go fun? Do you go like – I don't know. Do they air it out a little bit more, knowing that they're trying to? They're going to be on nationally televised, have one nationally televised bowl game. People are going to be at home. They want to see bowl games. Are you going to throw it out and like be? Is that going to be like your shining moment game, or are they just uh, going to? I doubt it. I doubt. They've already had. Well, Boise State was nationally televised too. So it was uh, yeah. San Diego State. Like they've had that, and they. I don't envision them doing that just because it's going to be on TV. Right, right, and I, I, I agree. But there is, having said that, there is something to be said about a bowl game rather than a nationally televised conference game, um, which we will probably end up talking about on a later podcast as well of the Mountain West deal with Stadium and Facebook and how and all that stuff. I'm sure that that'll be brought up at, yeah, at some the, point. The, fa- the face, the Facebook, the Facebook stream is, is awful. Yeah, it, that that's hard to watch, honestly. Yeah, so yeah, we'll get into all of that later. But um, the, the, I hope that's not part. Of, I hope that's not part of the Mountain West new TV deal that they're supposed to be finalizing at the end of the year. Yeah, God, I've, I've, yeah, but, I don't you know if that's. I should get into the TV deal business, man. If if you can put stuff up on Facebook, I wonder how much my, I wonder how much my Twitter account's going for on how many like. I could, I, I could strike up a pretty good streaming deal with a couple of local uh, middle schools to do some streaming yeah. on my on my Twitter account at this point, and I can get, maybe I'll be able to afford cheese to put on my crackers at that point. You know what I mean? But we, yeah, well, that's yeah. that's a different topic for a different day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, again, the bowl announcements will be. Sometime Monday afternoon, or sorry, Sunday afternoon, and I still haven't, it's going to, I'm pretty sure it's on ESPN. I tried to actually look that up and Google that earlier, uh, and still haven't seen exactly what time that's going to start and what channel it's on. I mean, I'm 99.9% sure it's going to be on ESPN, but um, anyway, yeah, they'll be, they will be announced uh, Sunday afternoon, and yeah, if you're a Wyoming fan, don't worry. Wyoming will be playing in a bowl game. That, that is going to happen, so... Um, Brady, let's go ahead and uh, take a break, and uh, when we come back, we'll transition over to uh, basketball.
Welcome back into the postcast, and now we are going to uh, talk a little Wyoming basketball. Um, the Cowboys coming off two straight losses last week uh, in the MGM Resorts main event. There, they really played a couple of high major opponents in Colorado and in TCU. But uh, Brady, it's, uh, it's a lot of the same things that we talked about with uh, with the football team, um, just not scoring any points. <laughs> um, you know, this this uh, Wyoming team is they, – they are third in the Mountain West through the first month of the season in points allowed, and they are third in, uh, in field goal percentage defense. But, uh, you know, both of those games last week, they failed to reach the 50-point mark, and now they are, they are last in almost every offensive category in the league um, after their first eight games, and now they – Enter uh, Mountain West play on Wednesday against Air Force with a three and five record. And uh, yeah, if you're sitting there wondering, well, why Mountain West play already the first week of December? Yeah, it's I think it's strange to everybody. But um, yeah, they moved the this year's Mountain West basketball tournament up a week because apparently there's some I don't remember exactly what company or who it is, but there is a some huge convention out in Las Vegas the second week of March, and they they got scared that, uh, you know, if they had everything at the same time out there, that there'd be a shortage of hotel rooms and all that stuff. So they just moved the Mount West tournament up a week earlier than it normally is. So they had to obviously move the uh, Mount West schedule, uh, regular season schedule, up a week. And uh, obviously they, they weren't going <laughs> to put it like – around Christmas time because there wouldn't be anybody in town to attend the game. So they just moved the first two uh, conference games for every league team up to the first week of December. And so, yeah, it's strange because they're going to play, they're going to play Air Force in New Mexico this week. And then they'll go back to non-conference to finish that up the rest of December before they get back into league play at the beginning of January. So yeah, it's a, it's a strange deal all the way around, but you know, bottom line for this Wyoming team, man, they've, They've got to find a way to generate more points. And, uh, you know, it's it's not so – like you watch them. And, yeah, like you have to – half of their games so far have been against high major opponents. We mentioned Colorado and TCU. They've also played Oregon State out of the Pac-12. Um, and then they played South Carolina out of the SEC. And, uh, yeah, I mean, when you're playing that kind of caliber of competition, obviously you're – you're going to be at a little bit of a disadvantage when you're Wyoming and, um, you know, just in terms of depth and the caliber of the athlete. And so you got to give those teams some credit, but uh, you watch them play for the most part and they're just missing wide open shots, man. And, and it's, you know, it, there's this whole phrase that, you know, shooters go in slumps and, you know, they just, the, their next shot is the best shot. And you just sort of hope and wait for them to uh, kind of shoot themselves out of it. The problem for Wyoming is, uh, all the sh- slumps are coming at the exact same time. You know, I think there's only three players in their regular rotation who are shooting better than 42% from the field. Um, you know, it, it's just been a, a real struggle for everybody outside of Hunter Maldonado, basically. And, and he's not shooting the ball great either. He hasn't been that efficient. I mean, he's shooting right at 42%. But, you know, that guy's sort of just willing the ball in the basket at this point. Um, he's their only double-figure scorer. He's reached double figures in every game. But... Obviously, when teams get the game plan on, on and, and put together scouting reporting against Wyoming, it is, you know, take 24 away and make everybody else beat you. And, you know, while Hunter's getting his, just there's just not enough consistency from, from, uh, from the bench and from their secondary options or even some of their primary options. I mean, Jake Hendricks is, is in a funk right now. Hunter Thompson had the 
He had the 22-point game against Louisiana, but it's 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 been very hit or miss with him. And, um, you know, these, these are guys that they have to count on. I mean, Jake Hendricks and Hunter Thompson, they, they need these guys to score. Um, and it, it's, it's just not happening right now. And, um, you know, that's, that's the name of the game. I mean, yeah, it's, it's great to sit there and hold teams to 50, 55 points. But, you know, if, it, it doesn't matter a whole lot if you, if you can't score more than 45 or 50 yourself. Yeah, no, it, I, I feel like we've said this before, and there's a strong possibility yeah. that we'll say it again. But, yeah, they're just – they need something. They need a lift, and I think Hunter Thompson kind of heard us talk on a previous podcast, and he finally showed out and performed against Louisiana. But he's look, man, he's gonna be he's gonna be called on to deliver a lot more. I mean, this is a kid who is committed to Creighton and decommitted going into his senior year, and and about a month after he decommitted from Creighton decided to sign or committed with Wyoming and he's Pine Bluffs kid, border kid, but he's been Wyoming through and through. He he's the kind of guy that you you need to succeed. Not only just to help the team out to win games because he's got good size, good range, long arms, you know, he's good-looking basketball player but also he's a wyoming kid and doing good at wyoming goes a long ways they need people to show up and support alan edwards needs people to show up and support because the reality is you're looking at a team that can't shoot the basketball isn't a lot of fun to watch to be perfectly frank with you and you're and you're are you going to try to tell people that hey stick it out for another two months because the season is going to go until the end of February, you know, like that's, that's a tough thing to sort of think about. So you need a, you need promise. You need to turn around and you need to keep people interested in this team. And that's not to say that, you know, the ship sailed on them. Obviously they've, they've played tough teams, which is going to come in handy down the road. Uh, If they can, maybe this little preview, this Mount West preview, this two set, two-game series is good for them so that they can actually say, okay, here's what we're going to see full-on, guys. Like, this is just an appetite, like an appetizer for, yeah. the, for the main course that's going to come later. So when you come back for 2020, you, you have to come back with a purpose, young men. So, you know, maybe that's – maybe they'll benefit from that. I, I don't know. The jury's still out, obviously, but – uh, to be fair, though, when they get back from that, they'll have Northern Colorado, Utah Valley, and like Denver. Um, so yeah. some pretty, I don't. They're not cupcake games by any means, but you know some favorable matchups no. to where they can sort of take their take what they've learned through New Mexico and Air Force and kind of hone their craft over those couple weeks before the the nitty gritty comes in with the new year. Um, and that's I mean games matter now, but like you know. Games are really going to matter then. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's early, and you know we'll we'll see what this team obviously does in conference play. But I mean, the only way the way you keep people interested is winning, man. I mean, that's that's what you have to do. And yeah. if this team doesn't start scoring more, and I and I look, I do think it's just some, you know, it's just really bad luck where everybody is sort of in a in a funk at the same time. I mean, Jake Hendricks is obviously a much better shooter than he's shown. Hunter Thompson is obviously a much better shooter than what he's shown these first eight games. I think one of the things, and Alan Edwards talked about this the other day, is the fact that 
um, you know, Hunter might be falling in love too much with the three point shot. Uh, and it's it's really easy to say that when he's not when he's not knocking him down because this was a guy that shot what thirty five thirty six percent from three last year which um, I mean obviously isn't isn't a great percentage but for a stretch big I mean that's a that, that, it's a solid percentage so you I mean and this year he's shooting in the twenties um, you know he's going to get better but what they need from him also is to balance that out with more of an inside presence because frankly this team does not have that right now and particularly with with Tyler Mormon, the, the the 6'9 big that transferred in from junior college that still has not played yet this year as he continues to go through concussion protocol. Um, Allen said uh, he still hadn't – as of Monday, he still had not been cleared to go through full contact. So I would doubt that he plays against Air Force. And um, Allen was saying that, you know, worst-case scenario, he hoped to have him back by uh, Saturday when they play New Mexico at home too. But – um, th- this team needs more of an inside presence from Hunter, too. Uh, and Alan mentioned the fact that they've used this whole last week of practice really to try to incorporate that more and to uh, put him more on the inside to where he can give them a presence. Because, again, they, they just do not have that right now. And and, re- and rebounding continues to be an issue. Turnovers continue to be an issue. So, yeah, while – I mean, I, I think some of the, the shooting woes will start to even out. I think it was just – I think that's just a, a law of averages thing because I don't think they're – running bad offense, I think, again, I think they're getting good shots and getting open shots. They're just not knocking them down. But this team does – it still has a lot of deficiencies that they're going to have to find a way to alleviate for that to for that to matter too. I mean, when you talk about rebounding and turnovers, I mean, they continue to, you know, average double-digit turnovers. I think they were out-rebounded by 26 total last week against TCU and Colorado. 26 over two games. I mean, granted, yeah, they've got some bigger dudes uh, than you do, but um, you know that was a pro- that was an issue last year, and they just don't have a huge rebounding presence right now. That they they're really counting on Tyler Mormon to help with that, and obviously he has not played at all this year, so that's an area where they they need somebody to emerge, and they ne- they desperately need some help on the boards. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's obviously plenty of stuff that. Uh, they've got to work on, they've got to work through, and, and uh, you know, they've got their work cut out, out for them, uh, you know, as they enter a conference play. Yeah, and that's, like I said, th- there's a lot of things that they need to work on. There's a lot of things that they could show <laughs> emphasis on. Um, the, the great thing for them is that the season is still very young and that they've got time, um, and hopefully they can, if they don't, if, if they don't get wins out of these next two games, the the sort of Mountain West appetizer, it, hope at the very least they can take lessons away from it that they can they can use for improvement because it's you know the Mountain West isn't a pushover conference, especially when you've got a team like Utah State hanging around. So yeah. they're January to March is going to be tough for them. So they're going to need to improve. Um, over these next couple weeks in order to endure that. Um, otherwise, they're going to be in a heap of trouble. Yeah, I, I think at the least they need a split of these two games to sort of get fans more involved, get, get some get some momentum going. Because, uh, uh, I mean, it, look, Air Force is 3-5, and five, so they have identical records. They haven't been great this year. Uh, New Mexico was finished to pick to, – or picked to finish, I should say, in the top three in the preseason – um, and they, they've got Carlton Bragg, and they've got Jaquan Lyles, Ohio State transfer. I think that'll be a I think that'll be a tougher matchup for for Wyoming. But um, I do think they need a, at least a split 
uh, in these two games, and I think this will uh, be a more accurate gauge of exactly um, you know what uh, this team is capable of and what they'll what they'll look like heading into the rest of the uh, of the Mountain West slate. But uh, Brady, I think we can go ahead and uh, and wrap it up there again. That that Wyoming's game against Air Force uh, on Wednesday will be at the Arena Auditorium. At, that game is set for a seven o'clock tip. Um, so be sure to uh, follow along uh, and, and stay uh, locked into uh, trib.com and pokesauthority.com. We'll have complete coverage of, of basketball this week. And then um, this weekend, we will have coverage of Wyoming's bowl announcement and uh, where they will go and coverage of all of their practices whenever that starts uh, leading up to the game. So, um, Brady, I appreciate you joining me. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook uh, at Pokes Authority and at Wild Varsity. You can follow me on Twitter at Davis E. Potter. You can also follow Brady on the Twitter machine at Brady Altman's. Uh, this podcast is on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. So be sure to uh, like it, follow along, uh, download it, share it, give us that five-star rating. Uh, we appreciate all of you for listening as always, and we will be back next week.